What's going on? It's your boy Mix Mace to be here live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And on the phone lines, I'm going to welcome in a woman who I have been dying to have on the podcast for the longest time. We've been playing tag. And, and I asked her, I said, when you come on, how do you want me to introduce you? And she said she wants to be known as a professional cock handler. So <laughs> I'm going to make sure I, I stay true to her request. Uh, Miss Ashton Blake, the professional cock handler, how are you? I am wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing fucking fantastic. Um, as people may know or not know on the podcast, like we use Skype to do the podcast, and I set it all up, and I said, you know, we're only using Skype audio, and you're giving me this beautiful Skype video. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> this is this is going to be a challenging podcast for me because, you know, quite frankly, nobody wants to see me. But seeing all of this on my screen right now, it's just like, geez, where the fuck do I start? Um, hey, I'm, I'm giving back, baby. I'm essential. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> are. I definitely need this. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing the love. <laughs> so uh, first things first, I mean, thank you for uh, finally, you know, coming on the, uh, the podcast because, like I said, I've been wanting to have you on for like ever now and a huge fan of your work. And a lot of fans have been, you know, asking, like, when are you going to have her on? They got so many questions for her. So I hope that you're ready for a lot of uh, some crazy questions that we've gotten from fans tonight. Never. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess first things first, a lot of us are in quarantine. And uh, I've been telling a lot of people, you know, with our podcast, like asking them, well, what's quarantine been for you? Like, how's it been being locked up and in isolation? Uh the funniest thing is, is my life hasn't changed that much because this is, I work out of my home and um, other than traveling, obviously, for doing videos, uh, this is what I do. I, I, I do live shows and um, I know my, my husband's here and he's like, I can't wait to go back to work because I've had enough of you. I'm like, I love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> how can how can you have too much of a, of a good thing? You know they say it is, but I don't think you I don't think you really can. I'm pretty good at that. I'm pr I'm rather chatty. I think that's what drives them insane. <laughs> well, and, and and it's and it's good though that you're on a podcast because if you like to talk, that's that's the field to get into. But we're glad that you chose. Yeah, the other yeah, one. my cats are answering me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. A lot of people want to know, like, obviously, like, you've been in this game for quite a while. Um, do you remember the first time, your first ever day that you were on a set? What was that, that a feeling like? The first set, uh, extremely nervous, thinking everybody's a complete pervert, and they're not going to, like, this is just for their complete pleasure. It wasn't, but when I did work with browsers, I was amazed. Everybody worked like clockwork, and I, I'm like, well... I like this guy. It was fun. Hell, let's go. Now, was it, I mean, it, it sounds so simple and people say that, you know, it's just that, that easy to have gotten into the business, but, uh, take us through the journey of that. Like, where you, like, like, how did, how did you, that all approach itself? Like, I mean, it's not something you just answer or help wanted at. just the way I am now as a cam girl. Uh, I was doing a lot of photos, you know, working the Twitter angle, all the different, um, social media and then all of a sudden you know Brad, uh, uh, Kieran Lee contacted me and he says you want to shoot and I had a really big decision there because I had to decide how that was going to impact me 
as a person uh, on my private level. And then once I made the decision, I realized, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you know, I had a great time, but, you know, it, it does impact you on a uh, individual level because your family and friends have to adjust to that. They're either your friends or not your friends. And that's when you really find out who, who, who is who. Yeah, you definitely start finding out who is uh, somebody that's supportive of you, that is loving you unconditionally, and people that, you know, are seeing you for, you know, different reasons. And uh, and it's, it's good that you say that because the, the, the fact that you put a thought process into that, a lot of people make that mistake where they don't think about how's this going to affect my personal life, how's this going to affect relationships with friends and family, and they just jump right into it. And then afterwards, it's like, well, the shit's already been done. You can't reverse it. Um, so what was that's the one thing that when I meet new people that are in the business that are just doing this for, let's say, just uh, mini vids, example, or whatever it might be, and they're doing videos, I'm like, remember that everything that's out there will always be there, and there's always that chance. So you have to be very honest with yourself. Are you prepared for that? And what? how are you going to deal with it? Now, how did your friends and family deal with it? I mean, were, I mean, naturally, they were probably not so welping, welcoming to it right away. My husband knew that this is what we were doing because we've done this for a long time. It was for fun. And um, as far as family, uh, it was more like, well, we don't like it and we'll pretend like it doesn't exist. That's really what it came down to. Um, because you can't change people's perspective. You can't change what people think. Um, you have to, you know, accept them for who they are and they need to accept you who for you are. And if you really love somebody, you're going to, you know, I don't like what you're doing, but you know what? I'm not going to walk away from you either. Mm -hmm. and, and that's pretty respectful. Yeah. And I mean, I can totally relate with that when doing a podcast. It's, you know, I'm, I'm talking about sex, talking about porn. And it's not something that, you know, everybody feels comfortable talking about and it's you know it's it's kind of like even in the year 2020 in the year of you know pandemics and, and murdering hornets and whatever other crazy shit we got <laughs> yeah. going Let's on go back for the bumblebees <laughs> yeah i mean there's yeah yeah they're left out it's you know there's so much crazy shit that goes on in the world and yet porn and sex is still looked at as almost a taboo thing it's I like know. So, but it's essential yeah. You're going to do this. Sex this is, is essential. I do need it that It is, live. but it is. Yeah, I, that's my favorite comment. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you have to like it, but exactly. it is what it is because it's been there for so long, it's not going away. And there, and, and I don't even consider myself very uh, extreme. I feel like I'm a re regular vanilla kind of girl. I mean, pussy anal. That's, but there's some crazy shit. I was going to say, out. have you watched some of your stuff? Because I would say it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> pretty wild and kicky extreme. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's. I don't know. I've lost. I've watched a lot of things on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and I'm like, well, you can't do Instagram. That's a bad example. But yeah. Twitter, I'll be like, what the fuck is going? on? Like, I have to watch it now because I don't even know what's happening. I want to see. It's it. all for shock value. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I'm yeah. like, wow. Social wow, media turned into like. It's yeah, Twitter is like one big giant gonzo scene. You know, it's just like you just do whatever the hell you want to do, and it's just you know, 
If it works, it works. If it don't work, oh well, there's another 140 <laughs> characters worth matter. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move uh, on. We'll keep scrolling. Yeah. Keep scrolling. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not a scroller. <laughs> now, now, you mentioned, and you're very open about that you are married. What is, what's it like being married and doing what you do on a daily basis? Well, I think the most important thing, and I stress this to my girlfriends, you just got married. I have some new married friends. I'm like, you have to talk about everything. Like, enunciate that. Because you have no idea what you are going to be interested in or would like. And I would rather be upfront and be honest than to lie. Because I had somebody try to just recently scam me on uh, PayPal. And they're like, I'm going to turn you in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, well, honey, I don't lie. And what I told you was the truth. And if that transaction is not there, this is what it is. So stay. I think what's important is not to lie about what you're doing, because in the end, it only can turn out badly. Yeah. You can only even, cover even if people lies. don't like what you're saying. That's really what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. People don't always like what you have to say. But yeah. the, the truth hurts sometimes. It is what it is. There you go. Well, there it is. Back to that saying. It is what it is, you know. And uh, you know, one of the things that I always tell people when I do a podcast is that, you know, it's I, morally, you may not like what I do. But what I'm doing and saying, as long as I'm not promoting hate, I'm not promoting violence or ensuing any of that, yeah. I'm not breaking the law. You know, we're talking about sex. Sex is a form of love. You know, so I look at it as, uh, you know, we're not. Uh, that is happiness, man. <laughs> especially when you've been cooped up in the house for, you know, months on end because of this virus, you know, like. I really happiness. get upset when I find that I have, say somebody comes to see me on a Skype show and they're like, well, you know, I'm really, my wife is this and that and whatever. I'm like, that's dangerous because it can cause a lot of animosity between people. And it would be nice if, well, at least be honest with her. Like, I like to do this and just get it out in the front. Don't be in the back. Because I think it's just a dangerous potion. Well, some things we like in the back. <laughs> and I do, and that might happen after this podcast. Just so you're aware. <laughs> so uh, being transparent with your husband that, you know, this is what we do. This is, you know, this is the life that, you know, I live and everything. Um, have you had any, like, not to get too personal, but have you ever had any instances where this may have caused a little bit of rift in the path? Or has it always been because, you know, we're 100% clear with each other. It, you know, it's a, it's a good road. I've never had a problem with it. If he has, I wouldn't know. But I mean, like we had, I think the best example would be because we're swingers and we are in the lifestyle. We had a really pretty blonde girl that wanted to have sex with him. She had like a daddy thing. He's a little bit older. So, and I thought to myself, I don't care. As long as you tell me you're not fucking in my bed, you can do whatever you want. Go do it in the other room. I, I have a weird thing with my pillows in bed. Yeah, don't mess up the pillows, you know what I mean? It's just like No, I just don't want jizz on my pillows. Yeah. I mean that's really simple. It's like the three little bears. You feel like somebody's been laying in your bed, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You can just tell. Your you porridge know. spot. Some some somebody blew a, a load in my porridge, you know? Like, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so, um, 
a couple of questions that we got from fans and uh, fans uh, and they obviously know more about you than I knew um, they were coming in well maybe maybe you can you know put some of these to, to, to truth or not uh, one person says that they, they knew that you did the swinging lifestyle and wanted to know um, has this whole virus has it stopped you from touring oh yeah oh yeah absolutely because i'm not even shooting anything okay. and you know you could i mean let's face it you could but on a basis of just being a great a great like a good person i can't see that it being a good idea to being with multiple people right now you need to focus on what's most important everybody's health so i'm not doing that at all like i have i could be set up with doing uh videos for only fans and, and you know etc etc but i'm not uh no i i just think it's wrong it's just i i want to bring this up because it's something that i think is important i don't like people that go to, to the food bank and you're driving a fucking lexus <laughs> If you can afford the Lexus, you can afford to buy food. So yes. that to me is something that's really socially wrong and I won't do it. I, I'm not, I have enough money. I'm not poor, but I'm not like well off. But the point is, is it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I want to see people have what they need because they need it. Yeah. Not because you just, oh, I'm going to go down there and just sit or just get a, even the same thing with dog food or cat food. Can you afford to pay for your cat food or dog food? Don't do that. It's wrong. Yeah. And it, uh, I, you know, I know it's coming from porn star. People are like, uh, she's no, like, I mean, it's, I totally get what you're saying. Cause I always said, I always said the same thing pre COVID-19. I used to always say the same thing about when I would see people waiting in lines for hours to get the new iPhone or a new pair of Jordan sneakers. And they got to the store riding the bus. Like, like priorities are just, you know, maybe a little bit different, but you know, it's like, if you can have the money to spend on sneakers and phones, yet you can't go buy or, you know, afford the phone, a I will like understand because it's very, uh, you know, important, but, uh, yeah, the shoes, silly yeah. cars. If you're driving a Lexus, man, wrong. <laughs> and you're going to go get some free food. <laughs> Yeah, Go get definitely. noodles and freaking mac, mac and cheese and tuna cans. <laughs> so um, I, I know like seeing your presence on social media and everything, um, obviously, you know, you, you, you're tweeting out different things like your OnlyFans and stuff like that. You say you're not shooting. Has this affected you like uh, financially? You say you're, you know, you're not poor, but you're not well no, off. Like... because, well, when this first happened, let's, let's go back to January and February. Yes, it was like, I'm looking at my thing. Everybody did that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't live beyond my means, so it's not a problem. I live within it and I embrace it. So um, the only thing I really miss is maybe getting my nails done, you know, being a little bit of a diva. And I really would like to get my hair done. But, you know, I'm not that selfish to think that, you know, I can do without it. It's okay. Now, uh, being in the business and, and shooting, how often have, were you shooting prior to the whole outbreak? Was it something that... I actually, because of family events, I had a family death. I couldn't shoot. I lost my uh, agent. And 
now I don't even expect to ever get my hands on another agent to be able to book me because right now it's so flooded that I don't even feel that it's even an option. I'm going to continue to cam. I'm going to continue to do my OnlyFans and I'm just going to roll this out. I'm not, you know, um, concerned. I, you know, you ha sometimes you have to just roll with the flow. And again, it's back to it, it is what it is. And, and, and I, I noticed that a lot of the talent that out there that is no longer shooting and just like everything that's in this world is going to change after this is all said and done. Right. And I, it's, it's dangerous because, I mean, yeah, sure, I have a lot of people that I think I can trust, but there's only a, like this small little bubble that I would be in that I would even trust because I'm not into making myself sick to bring it home to my family, to bring it home to my friends, and then I'm just being stupid. Mm -hmm. So, uh, whether it's not going to be beneficial, it's, I think it's just be smart, just, you know, kind of deal with it for what it is until we get something. And I'm sure they'll get a uh, vaccine at some point, but we're looking a year plus. Yeah. But when they do, it's going to be awesome, but we're also going to learn that it's time to, uh, change. We're going to have to change our lifestyles. It's, but I'm not scared of it because I, I feel like we're strong people and we can do what needs to be done. And the one way, the one thing that I compared it to is, is, and I've heard other people say the same things on the news broadcasts, is that it's, it's like right after like 9-11, how we just had to adjust of how we travel, you know, before 9-11, pre-9-11, airports in and out, wasn't can, a big deal. You know, what's weird about 9-11 is I can remember where I was and uh, I was working a regular nine to five job and I looked at the TV and I thought, is that real? Like you thought like it wasn't even on like regular, you know, uh, uh, two and four or whatever. And I looked and I thought, and this is awful because I, I felt very traumatized by that because I felt like our government had lost. Um, uh, they had failed us because I felt like the United States of America would be better at intel to see this shit coming. And I was very upset about that, but that's another story. Yeah, well, that's why I said a lot of this is going to be compared to that about, you know, how the way our way of living and thinking and the way we just adjust and, and change things is going to change. And the point I was starting to get is that a lot of the town have told me that, you know, they're not shooting for big agencies and big companies. They're focusing on OnlyFans and their own content. And I'll ask you, do you feel that after this is all said and done, that these big companies are going to have a hard time um, shooting talent? Because talent doesn't really need them. They're showing that they can do it through OnlyFans. No, no, because they'll have the numbers to pay for the, the check that brings them back. I'm guarantee that the very high end girls that shoot very often, which I don't, um, are going to get, you know, they're going to get good contracts because people aren't going to want to go away from browsers or not in America. And that is just the way it, you know, <clears throat> people still want their porn. We talked about it being essential. It's very essential. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, uh, did you, you said that you don't think that you'll get another agent. Did you ever think of maybe like self-representing yourself to do it? Or are you just I've not even focused that, on it's it? Very difficult. And, um, the, uh, like I said, uh, maybe because I'm in the MILF category, it might be slightly easier, but um, I had a hard time booking myself. So, 
what were some of the hurdles that you had as far as booking yourself? Oh, um, I mean, you know yourself better than just communication agent in general. Like, say you contact a higher end production company, they look to see how um, you know popular you are, if it's worthwhile for you, them to shoot with you, and then if it isn't, then in, in whenever you're staggering off when you're not shooting, it makes you less popular because you're not available. You know, you're not available. But I made decisions based on my lifestyle and my family, so I don't feel bad about it. Okay. Now, is there anything that you miss from working with big name companies? I think it's the exposure. Okay. So just the name recognition of a company like a Brazzers yeah. in yes. America, like their yes. name carries a lot of weight in exactly. the business. Exactly, because it helps because it's such a popular site you're going to see there's going to be more views now there's different sites that you know i could run more uh video on but i'm really loving the only fans because it, it's been doing well for me so i don't um i can't complain you neither, know? neither can only fans <laughs> i think they're loving the increase of uh people uh accessing their platform and people putting content on there um now, a couple questions we had from the fans. One guy asked, you want to know, what was something that um, you enjoyed the most about being in the adult business as far as like working with big companies? Big companies, uh, I think, well, let's just face it. I had a nice dick. <laughs> if we're going to simplify it to the most simple thing, mm -hmm. uh, really handsome men, wonderful, great charisma, uh, great communication because I mean you meet a person in the morning at 10 you know 10 or 11 a.m. after you get your hair and makeup done and then all of a sudden you're fucking them like an hour later you better hope yeah that they have you know great great uh, charisma you know mm -hmm. and I think that's a good answer charisma is a good answer all right. another fan wants to know if there was anything that you could have changed in your career that you wish you would have done differently? I think because I know myself a little bit better that I would have drawn some boundaries on the things that I like and dislike sexually. I felt like if I wasn't open to certain things that it was gonna like work against me negatively. And uh, if I had focused on just those things that I really love, it would have made me even more popular because I wasn't outside of my uh, safety zone. No, what are some of the what are some of the things that you uh, did not enjoy doing or don't enjoy doing? Well, I I have totally taken off uh, uh, pegging. Well, because because I'm a cam girl and I'm like, why am I doing this if I really don't like it? Pegging, small penis humiliation. Uh, yeah, any type of humiliation. I just don't like it. People look at me because I have tattoos and I. Uh, you know i'm older that that i'm going to be good at that i don't like it i don't want to have to do that to somebody because i want you to value yourself and i don't like to devalue people yeah we definitely need more uplifting stuff going on i just just i mean you Even can listen i look like they're always like oh you would really be this you look you fucking look amazing that. like i said I, this but, is you a know, treat you for look me right like now. this and i'm like well where I'm at is I'm comfortable with the mommy role play. I'm comfortable with, you know, BBC, like dirty talk. I think my, you know, <clears throat> level of uh, 
<laughs> my dirty talk has reached a new level, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, I said it's a treat for me right now that I, I get to see you on the uh, on the Skype when we're doing this because uh, I was not expecting this, and I said it, it kind of threw me off my game a little bit. But I'm a professional; I'm going to truck through this here. So we're going to go with the next question we've got feel here. Life is difficult, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so it, sorry. It, I'm doing this to you. <laughs> it, it sucks that I have to be stuck in the house, you know, doing this. Um, <laughs> All, sar all sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fan wanted to know, you mentioned you have a lot of tattoos. Fan wanted to know, how many tattoos do you have? Or, I mean, you see the arm sleeve you got there. Is it just a continuation? My whole back is done. Like, I'm just everywhere. And then, of course, I call it the gift that keeps giving. Mm -hmm. I have a bow on my butt. Some people like it. They'll be like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't like the way it looks. I'm like, well, that's okay. Cause you don't have to like it because i have it yeah, you definitely okay. you definitely are testing me you really are <laughs> as she shows me the test such an evil such an evil woman um all right next fan wanted to know um he says you have an amazing physique what is your daily routine for staying in fit condition do you have like a diet or a workout plan or like how okay. do you stay so fit? so i'm gonna be completely honest right now we are on the, like the downslope of whatever this is called quarantine nothing. Like, I cannot motivate myself to work out my house. I have workout equipment right next to me. I've tried four to five days a week to start working out and I'm like, hate it. I love going to the gym. Love it. I, and I don't know how I feel about the gym yet. I haven't um, embraced it because, uh, the gym brings a different kind of motivation that your basement does because there's nobody here it's just about being there and i it's like you have your gym family so i really miss that and it, it makes uh it's in this social thing too now where you're at have they opened gyms back up again or no okay so you're still still waiting it out i'm i'm going quarantine life right here they uh we're gonna go yellow i don't know what every other state's doing but you know red yellow green yeah. so we're going we're going yellow on friday but that means the uh the um the gyms won't be open and i really don't know how they're gonna handle it i'm kind of hoping in my perfect world that i could just uh i'm hoping they'll take like okay you're coming in at this time and they put your name in there you swipe your card, you come in and you work out. Mm -hmm. That's what I would like. Because then I could, I never ever liked it when I was busy anyway, because I always went in the afternoon because you either have the morning people or the night people. I went in the middle of the afternoons. I work in the morning uh, till, you know, one or two. I would get to the gym before you've got the after work people that work till like four or five. So I could do my own workout and I was always happy with it because there weren't many people to like, oh great, somebody's on a this machine or that machine. I would just do it. So they always have to do it by appointment. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's what what they're gonna do, but who knows? I, I downloaded my app and I'm ready to find out what you know, I go to LA Fitness and they're big. So I'm I'm sure they're already in meetings to try to figure out what they're gonna do. Yeah, we've seen some craziness going on in uh, in Philly today with people protesting, and then you got counter protesting, and it's just like, I mean, you know, not to go. You're not 
not going to stop anything. All your you can protest if you want, but if the governor wants you to stop it, you're not going to do it. I mean, that's just the it is what it is. Back to that, because <clears throat> uh, I think a lot of businesses can open up, and I think they can do it with restrictions. Uh, my my argument is, I want to get my hair done, <laughs> and I want to get my nails done, mm -hmm. but. Well, how about we all go by appointment? You can't come in until they text you. Okay, you're in your car. Somebody leaves the building. You come in. You put your mask on. You get do whatever you do. Or you give know? time in between appointments to, for them exactly. to clean things Something down. Works. And exactly. You just can't just roll up in there whenever is you know convenient yeah. for you. Yeah, you know, you have to make appointments. Um, in the business, guy says, what is uh. What is your most memorable moment in the business to date? Okay. Glad you asked that. So, I have never done a scene in my whole life. And when I went to Brazzers for my first film ever, like I sucked at lines. I know that. I'm I'm aware of that. That's fine. First time ever. I'm not I'm not an actress. I just did what they told me to do. And uh, I got through the verbal part. <laughs> oh, now it's the sex part. And I was with Kieran Lee. And he's like, well, just follow me. I'll guide you. Because I didn't know all the positions that they wanted you to hit whenever you were doing a video. You know, reverse doggy, regular doggy, um, missionary. But, but, like they have a, a, you know, what they want to see. So I'm like, okay, well, you just, you know, tap me or tell me and I'll flip and I'll move. I can, I can listen to you. So he was kind of like in charge. And <laughs> so we were, I've never scored. I very, very, very rarely are a squirter ever. And we were like in the missionary style. He's fucking me. And then he starts playing with my pussy, finger in my pussy. And I squirted. I'm like, oh. <laughs> anyway, this was un unpredicted. Yeah, unpredicted. Like, was it like something that I ever thought I would do? And I'm like, I thought it was fantastic. And I'm like, oh, should I have done that? Because then I felt bad about it because I wasn't quite sure if that was okay. And then uh, we, uh, we, we proceeded to fuck like on one of these little couches. And I'm trying so hard. I was falling off the side. He's fucking me off the side. And I'm like, I'm like off the side, my legs up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going down. I'm going down hard. Like I, he kept fucking me and I fell off the couch onto the floor. And I'm like, <laughs> I kind of figured that was happening. But you, like, you know, you know, sex positions, you get into something and you're fucking, you're like, this ain't working. You'll stop. But this is a film, and I'm trying to do my best not to fall the off the couch. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no problem. They cut it, and they did whatever they do. But mm -hmm. I guess I was so worried. Like, are they going to hate me now because I fell off the couch? <laughs> well, you squirted, so they should be adding another digit to the end of that check. You know, <laughs> well, that, that was well, asked good. for. He says to me afterwards, he goes, that's good you squirted. He goes, your acting sucked, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you squirted. And the I was squirting like, ah. just, we totally forgot you fell off the couch. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Yeah, it is what it is. Hey, that's when you know it's good. That's when you know it's a good scene, you know? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell us about um, something in, in your career that you would like to see changed, whether it be your personal career or just overall for the whole business that you want, you would like to see something changed. Hmm. Okay. So I can for a living. What's up with guys always telling you how to come? How come I can't just come? <laughs> I, I feel like it's too overly complicated. You know what you need to do? You should fuck yourself this way and come for me. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not working for me. Do you want me to come for you? Or do you want me to just put this dildo in my hole? That I think that's one of my pet peeves, yeah. Sometimes you got to fake the funk. Just pretend and, you know. Well, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, but so much better when it's. Yeah, but you want to get something out of it, too. I get it. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do this, <laughs> we're going to do this. <laughs> So you mentioned uh, the swinger lifestyle. So people that always are like uh, confused of how like the whole swinger thing works. Where I get, I mean, do you have a club? Do you have a website? Where do you meet other fellow swingers? There are multiple uh, site uh, communication e like emails, so you can join different groups. So across the country, there's different areas. So you you base your emails out of the area that you are located and then you do a uh well we in no different than anything else i try to find people that are fit a fit is a great word are you a fit for what i'm interested in and you're interested in and being upfront about what you like and don't like because um especially of new swingers that don't know what they want yet so it takes time to evolve into that i was gonna say so you it's it's not just so simple as just meeting somebody and you're doing no, it like there no, is no. actually like a chemistry that has to be very don't care. like there's different degrees of what you are swinging <clears throat> now in in our case it's more relationship based I need to know a little bit about you I need to know what you're into what you like your dislikes are you rough are you so like what do you want and there's a lot of different things it's no different than any other porn that you watch do you like black cock do you like white cock do you want you know doggy what, what do you want do you know what you want and most people don't and it takes a long time like the longer term people that we have creative relationships with we've had those conversations and can stay connected because we know each other well enough and then sometimes you'll run into people that you just don't mm -mm, it's just not fitting and there's a lot of personality things you have to realize that you've got a guy and a girl he might like her but I don't like her or I could like him he don't like him there's a lot of that. So you have to deal with the, it takes some time to really work through those issues. So in a sense, it's almost like, like, like dating, like dating. in a relationship. Dating yeah. on a higher level. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, cause it's, it's like, you, no. I, I say you and I were together and we went out you're like, he's okay. She's really hot, but I don't care if she's really hot. If you can't get along with him, then I don't want people, you know, you thinking, Oh, what a dick. Yeah, 
I so, want you to have fun too. So what's like the turnaround time when you start initially start talking to somebody or a couple? What's the turnaround it, time to get I, making something it, happen? You know, within two meetings okay. that somebody's either your fit or not your fit. And normally when you're new, it takes longer. But when you're in it, in the beginning, you uh, work. I'm very straightforward. Like my profile says this, this, and this. If you think that's not for you, then don't even reply. Because I'll tell you, that's not it. That's not what I want. What now, are you looking for? Now, what is, I mean, can you share like what you look for when, you, when you're looking to match with somebody? I don't want to do that because then it just opens up with a can of worms. Because then now those single guys just all of a sudden became that profile. Okay. And then I have So when you tip them happen. off of what they what you're looking for, they, they either pretend or try to be something they're not. Well I'm talking about the podcast. I'm not talking about the emails mm -hmm. and the and the sites. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the podcast because all that's gonna do is open up a can of worms because then I'm gonna get people that think they if are I what you're looking this, for. You're gonna have like a little opportunity there. And I never tell anybody that I'm an adult entertainer until after I meet you. Okay. Because I don't want that to be the reason why you want to be with me. Gotcha. I want you to be with me because you want me, not because you want what Ashton is. Gotcha. Because Ashton's a different person. You know, I try to make it, you know, safe. So, like, when, um, do people recognize you, like, out and about? And yes. How do you deal with those kind of people? Um, I haven't had any problems. Um, I had a, one of the, like very locally, be like the, I think the one that bothered me the most is I went out to have drinks with my friends at a bar, a local bar, like only five minutes from my house. And he messaged me via email and said, I'm sitting across from the bar for you right now. Okay. So obviously I look across the bar and there's like, couples and people mm -hmm. you know oh you look really hot in that well whatever whatever i'm like okay i'm gonna tell you right now that's called creeping <laughs> that's not called normal if you were gonna be normal you would walk around that bar you would talk to me face to face and not do that because that's i find it like and what are you gonna get maybe he was thought he'd get in trouble because his wife's there i don't know yeah don't even send the email then Definitely. Tell me at a later point when you're sitting at the bar and you think somebody's looking at you and you're with your friends. Of course, I told every one of my girlfriends next to me. I'm like, eh, try to figure out who it is because somebody just sent me an email. Mm -mm. Not does, cool. Does that happen often to you? or? Uh, I've been at the grocery store maybe two times. I, I What was the weirdest one? Huh trying to think that it happened during the very beginning of the quarantine because oh I was at Walmart and they're like you're Ashton I'm like hey hi nice to meet you but I'm not gonna hug you I'm like dude we're social distancing eh, you're nice and all that shit but I wasn't up for it you know so what's uh something you still want to accomplish or do I mean you've pretty much done everything 
I mean, do you still have like a, a list of accomplishments you'd like to achieve or things that you still want to do? I am relative. I try to stay relatively comfortable at this point. I don't uh, have any ask like goals are hard to attain whenever you're within this crazy virus quarantine stuff. I uh, my goal is to get out of it. <laughs> I think that's all our goals. <laughs> We're all trying. Like I want to get out of it and see the light. There's these off. Well, now what can we do? You know, I don't. Uh, beat myself up because I don't want to create anxiety for myself so I just I know this is what I'm doing this is what I plan to do but I'm not going to put myself into that position that I uh, you know no I, did, I'm not did you have any goals or plans prior to the outbreak that you wanted to accomplish uh, I mean now I know it's harder now to do that but I think, I think because I'm more family oriented, I stay closer to home, and I try to to keep it safe. And I was like that before this happened, and I and I was honestly very comfortable with that. Um, as I've I've started different businesses up, and some of them didn't go so well. So I, you never know. Maybe some of the hobbies that I have now may turn into something that is what I would like to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, what is, uh, what is some of the things that you plan on doing, whether it be long term, long term or uh, short, short term, like what are some of the things that you, besides getting out of quarantine? <laughs> uh. <laughs> like you mentioned I business adventures, like what, is there some things that you, you know, without giving away spoilers, you know, because I know some people don't like to talk about a business adventure that they have, you know, a fear of jinxing themselves. But what are some of the things that, you know, we can expect to see from you? I honestly don't have any, like, big plans. I'm just, I'm kind of surfing the coast, babe. Honestly, that, I mean, I think my main concern is to maintain what I have and have a great life and uh, stay healthy and, um, you know, uh, I think things happen for a reason and I'm waiting for this to kind of go away. And I mean, I could be anything. I don't know. Time will tell. We'll have to watch and see. Yes. And uh, one user or Twitter user, he asked, uh, who's your favorite person to work with in the business? Um, Without sliding I anybody else. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's tough. Um, I really loved, um, I worked with uh, Aziani Productions, which is, they do Glory Hole Secrets, they did, uh, you know, uh, they have multiple sites, but um, I had a great time with them. There was a good crew. That crew was amazing. Yeah. Did you, is there any types of scenes that you got extra excited about shooting? Uh, well, I did work with dogfart.com and it was, uh, you know, oh, it's an interracial anal scene. And it was the first thing that I've ever done, like interracial or anal on video. And I had a great time. It worked out well. We, we had good chemistry. What, uh, what hobbies do you have outside of the adult entertainment industry? Well, if I could have my gym back, but, uh, I'm like a social, I, I'm more like, I call it domestic diva, 
cooking, crafts, woodwork, gardening. Like, I, I would put myself into like that normal vanilla category. What's the best yeah. meal that you can cook? Me? Mm. Like, what's your go-to? My go-to. You had, to, you had to impress somebody with your cooking skills. What's I'm not going to play around. We're doing steak. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go overboard. I like steak. So. Okay. I had a feeling you liked meat. I don't know why. I don't know what gave you that feeling. <laughs> I just had that feeling that you liked meat. My energy up. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so another fan, he says that... Um, he says, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. He said he saw you recently um, and wanted to know, I guess I guess the point he was trying to make, he was rambling on, I guess the point he wanted to know is like, where can he buy merchandise of yours? I think he was talking about like, do you sell like used clothing and stuff of that nature? Are you like one of those people that is like, okay with that? I've had guests on the time that don't do that stuff. Email me at sexyashtonblake at gmail.com. Depending on what it is, I can kind of guide him. Because I have my OnlyFans page, but they don't really allow merchandise to be sold. And uh, so I normally take care of that on my own. What's the weirdest request you've ever gotten from someone? Wow. Remember, nothing is too weird. <laughs> I think the scat thing is really weird. Like, oh, let me watch you poop. I'm like, nope. Girls don't poop. <laughs> we only fart rainbows. <laughs> I know, exactly, right? Okay. Rainbows and sprinkles. Why do you want to see that come out of my ass? You know. I don't understand. That's the, that's it. Yeah, I disturbs me. <laughs> uh, this user asks, what, is, uh, what, what celebrity crushes do you have? Do you have any celebrity crushes? <laughs> Tons of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh goodness. Well, who can, I, who would you like to shoot a scene with? Would mm, it be guy or girl? Uh, you know, I haven't done a lot of girl scenes. Um, I don't know. Uh, a lot. I think a lot of the guys that I would like to shoot with are already out of the industry. So, um. Ooh. Well, even if they're not in the industry, what if they're just, you know, regular I celebs? I have uh, a few just uh, random, but I can't shoot with anybody now anyway, so I'm trying to, like, cutting that avenue off mm -hmm. for now. I don't want to give that away. Maybe this will be a surprise. Maybe that's a reason for everyone to come to my OnlyFans, uh, the real Ashton Blake, and uh, find out. I was going to say, where can uh, people stay connected with you online? I mean, a lot of people do all the social media stuff. Run down where everybody can cyber-stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> well, OnlyFans.com, The Real Ashton Blake. Right now, I'm giving a free trial period if you want to come in. Uh, now, my Twitter is sexy, sexy Ashton Blake. And the story behind that is, Ashley, there is a very popular basketball player that's named Ashton Blake. So if you look for him, you'll find him. If you look at sexy Ashton Blake, you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the basketball player is not what I'm looking at on my screen. I see basketballs, but I don't see the basketball player. Right. <laughs> um, guy wants to know, if you could change anything about yourself, what would you like to change? Whether it be physically, 
personality? Like, I don't know. I'm pretty well comfortable. I mean, I'm the way I am. I can't change who I am. So, I mean, a lot of people will make fun of my accent sometimes because I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's kind of like, where are you from? Where are you from? Are you Jersey? Don't call me Jersey. I'm not Jersey. <laughs> Do you ever just find yourself like, you know, you've been from an area for so long that you've been, this is who you are and that's just what I do I don't I'm not gonna question who it is and if you don't like it that's fine you don't have to like it I'm from the Philadelphia area so believe me I hear it all the time people are like are you from Philly are you from Jersey are you from are you from New York I'm like no I'm just you know it is what it is you know it's just it's that that accent that I have I, I'm very comfortable so I don't I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, easy stuff so someone wanted to know, and I have to note that I think this is the first time that we've ever had MMB radio where we've had a nice little soundtrack playing in the background. Um, oh, chill, that's chillaxing. Chillaxing music that you got going on. And someone chillaxin. wanted to know, what kind of music do you listen to? I like the chillaxing because it's something that I don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I'm really into it right now. It's just kind of vibe. I, I, when I'm doing my shows, this is what I listen to. I have a wide variety and uh, I have very diverse, uh, you know, uh, choices. Uh, for a while there, I was listening to reggaeton, and everybody's like, are you Spanish? I'm like, I look Spanish, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, well, what, I'm what is your nationality I'm going to be fine with it. I, I dubstep. I don't care how old. I know I'm old, and I'm okay with listening to dubstep. So if you don't like it, that's good. I don't care. Now, what is, what is your nationality for people to ask? You say people mistake you for being Hispanic. Or Italian. Greek. Uh, okay. Now I'm Slovak and German. Oh, okay. See, I would have thought Italian. You know, I definitely yeah. know. I knew you weren't Hispanic, but I would have thought Italian. Well, when I'm darker, you could, yeah, the cooch gets pretty dark. <laughs> I was going to say, when I met you at Exotica a couple years ago, I mean, your uh, your tanning game must have been on point because you were like, I look. I mean, I'm Irish. I'm already pale, you know. But geez, like I was like, I look like invisible compared to you. <laughs> right. Everybody looks at that picture like, oh my god, dude, like you look so pale. I'm like, no, it's like Ash is just very no, dark. No, <laughs> of my friends, I remember going to the gym one day and a friend of mine's like, where were you? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like you're so dark. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's got dark. <laughs> Sat outside on my porch for an hour. I was going to say, I did see some uh, social media posts of you uh, getting some uh, suntanning on outside. And uh, I, I guess the question I was going to ask that is, like how, like, how does your neighbors, like, do they know who you are and what you do? And Who knows? I don't care. <laughs> sure, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> it is what it is. Back to that. Back, back to that saying, you know. You got to yep. get you a shirt that, you know, that says it is what it is, you know. So, go ahead. Um, just a couple more questions before we let you skip on out of here. Um, fan wanted to know, um, on a normal basis, on a normal day, how often are you on your social medias doing shows? Like, how often do you schedule these live shows? Well, my camp shows, I try to stay on Monday mornings, uh, Tuesday nights. 
uh, Thursday morning and Friday nights. So I have a little variety because some people want to, you know, they're getting away from the significant other. Maybe they want a nice early morning playtime or they're in the office. It's amazing how many people come in and they're like, well, let's, I'm going to do a show because I'm at work. I'm like, you're at work? Oh, you perk. <laughs> yeah, you're at work. Well, they're working Back from home right now. Office with the door closed. And then there's some guys that are just like, oh, everybody's away from the house, so I have a little bit of time. Spank one off. Yeah. If it's not safe for work, when work is at home, it makes it all safer. <laughs> um, so when uh, swinging and everything and doing the cam shows and being in the business, um, do you still find time for intimacy with your husband? Like, like do you still have like that, oh, yeah. that feelings for it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We we have something planned after this. Another shot of tequila, maybe. <laughs> Might be. What, which, which he's, are, probably, he's probably wondering why it's taken so long. What is, what, well, what is your go-to drink? Is it tequila or, or whatever's available? <laughs> no, that's not the truth. Um, if I'm just going to have a beverage, it's probably like uh, Tito's soda and lime. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. I know you have a very busy schedule, and everybody can check you out on your OnlyFans. Um, let everybody know, again, where they can find you at online. And then uh, anything you want the fans to know before you get out of here? Uh, no, I think we went through all that. The OnlyFans.com, uh, The Real Ashton Blake, and my Twitter at Sexy Ashton Blake. And then, of course, my, my Instagram, which is The Real Ashton Blake. Well, we appreciate you talking to us. This has been like a, 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 like a, a dream come true to me. And like I said, I wasn't expecting the, the visual aspect of the podcast, but I'm so happy that I got to see. Yes, all of that. <laughs> um, yeah, see? Jeez. People don't realize how lucky I am sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us. And, we, and we've got to have you back on the podcast. And hopefully once all this virus stuff stops, you know, we can uh, get you and, you know, do a live in-person interview and, you know, go back to some kind of normalcy. Absolutely. Have a good night, babe. You Thank too. you for having me. Yep. Take care. Hey, it's Ashton Blake. I'm here with Mixmaster 